Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings. Our first Monster Monday after the week one Sunday games. You know how we do it. I'm going to give you the overarching themes from the Sunday that was. And then I'll tell you two or three things that I'm taking away from each of the games that you should take away moving forward. You already know the scores of the games. You already kind of know what happened. I'm going to tell you what you should take away moving forward into week two. We will have winners this week because I love those of you that spread the word via social media in any capacity. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Feels like a song. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, absolutely love it. Love those of you, and can't thank you enough, that take advantage of our sponsors. You guys are awesome. The sponsor page over at RossTucker.com. Keep your eyes peeled for another giveaway for a deluxe Madden copy. We got a couple more up our sleeve. Make sure you're ready for that. And the YouTube shout-out. The YouTube's blowing up. One over 10,000 subscribers, which is awesome. Go check it out. Jack has done a fantastic job over there. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Patron of the day, Jonathan Richards. We are racking them up over at Patreon.com slash RT Media. A lot of people wanting to be a part of the private Tuckheads Slack channel. It's Big Show time. Big Show. All right, Ross, we'll start yesterday's games with Bijan Robinson, the Falcons. Their run game took over in a 24-10 Falcons victory over the Carolina Panthers. Ooh, Jack, you're, you're out of practice here. I, I give am. like a couple themes, like big themes from the, the week <sighs> Dude, that I'm was I'm rusty. First. I'm rusty. Yeah. No, I mean, look, it's understandable. See, like this is a good example. This is one of my themes. <laughs> Jack, 
You don't even know you just did the right thing. This is one of my examples. There's a lot of guys that played yesterday that haven't played since January. Think about that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have not played. And what is that? Nine months? Eight months? And I think it showed. You know, I mean, just some special teams issues, a lot of penalties. You know, week one, and I said this last week. Heck, I even wrote about it in my article for the 33rd team. Week one is truly a unique entity unto itself for so many different reasons, right? Like, you got new players, new coaches. It's the first game, so you don't really have any video from how they're using them. People are using all the new stuff they've come up with in the offseason. If they've got new coaches, you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, it's just a totally different animal. Things now start to settle in a little bit where you have a little bit better of an idea of what to expect. I mean, now at least you have a better idea of what these teams think of their own players, right? Like who they're going to, like who they think is good, who they want to play, who they don't want to play, who they want to try to get the ball to, what kind of team they want to be. So things kind of normalize now a little bit over the next couple weeks. So I guess in saying all that, not only is week one totally unique, and not only is week one, you know, just um, people are rusty and all that stuff, just like Jack was going right into the games, rookie. You're not even a rookie anymore. This is your second year, Jack. Oh, no, you know what? <clears throat> when did you start? Like last November. I started November 1st. So what was that, like week Yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. So eight? this is actually your first time. Doing September, although you did the games last year, November, December, and January. I would so consider myself deal. a rookie. I'm going to give you a pass, dude. I'm going to give you a pass. But um, that's why you can't overstate what happened. Like, don't go crazy overstating anything that we saw. Like, listen, Niners were really impressive. Cowboys, super impressive. Do I think both of those teams are that good? Probably not. Just like I don't think the Steelers and the Giants are that bad. Now, they might be. And that will play itself out a little bit over the next few weeks. But my my word to the wise, I guess, in terms of the themes, would be to not overstate, you know, anything that happened in week one too much one way or the other. You know, we've been fooled by that way, way, way too many times over the years. So it's the only thing we have to go off of so far. So people are excited and they want to they wanna make declarations and all that stuff. But don't get too carried away unless it compels you to get on your game time app and get tickets for your team's next home game because you're so fired up about what you saw from them I'm borderline obsessed. I'll say this. I know there's other apps out there. None of them are like the GameTime app. I've seen the other ones. I mean, I'm just telling you, they designed this exactly how I would have wanted it to be designed. Let me just type in the team or type in a city, and you tell me what's in my area, or you tell me what the tickets are. for. Like Sunday night, I'll be in Foxborough, right, for – 
the Dolphins and the Patriots. Like, I just want to know what the, the, the ticket price is for that. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Ross for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Ross for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now we will go to the Atlanta Falcons taking it down the Carolina Panthers twenty four ten. Right, and the the Falcons not surprisingly leaned on the run game. I mean, this is who they are. This is who Arthur Smith wants to be. I think Arthur Smith feels like he's maybe uh, zigging a little bit while everybody else is zagging. Everybody else is spread and passing attacks and all that stuff. And defenses are kind of designed and built for a passing league. So Arthur Smith's kind of going the other way. Bijan looked good. Algier. I mean, I think Algier's good. Algier had a lot of yards last year after contact, a lot of yards in the stacked boxes. On the other side for Carolina, I thought Bryce Young was okay in his first start. You know, some ups and downs. Had a couple picks to Jesse Bates. Uh, He missed Mingo, which would have been a possible touchdown. Speaking of Jesse Bates, by the way, goodness gracious. I mean, Jesse Bates, that, Jack, is why you sign a guy for that much money. Two interceptions, a forced fumble. I don't think they win that game without Jesse Bates. So how much is a win? I mean, how much is like getting a win? Because Jesse Bates was the biggest reason that the Falcons won that game. Lamar Jackson, he struggled. He lost two fumbles, and he also had an interception. But the Ravens still hold on to beat the Houston Texans 25-9. Isn't that unbelievable, by the way? Mark Andrews doesn't play. You know, maybe the best skill guy not including the quarterback for the Ravens. Mark Andrews doesn't play. And then J.K. Dobbins' torn Achilles, awful. Absolutely awful. And that is why he was trying to get a new contract. And frankly, why I think he probably, and this is a hindsight thing, but I said at the time, probably should have stuck stuck to his guns and gotten something, right? Like gotten something some type of security, something with the hold-in that he was doing. But I think he saw in that first preseason game that the other guys looked pretty good and felt like he had to come back. But my heart goes out to him because he, he's just had a rough, rough injury history, and especially at that position. That's just it's no good. Um, Raven, and, and then Marcus Williams. I think Torres Peck, the safety for the Ravens. So – Ravens uh, won the battle there in that game against the Texans, but they might have kind of lost the war. Not good. The offense was not impressive other than Zay Flowers. The, the Ravens finally nailed it on a receiver. I mean, it's like I feel like this is the first time in like 20 years the Ravens have gotten it right on a rookie-wide receiver and just in the nick of time with this Todd Munkin offense. For the Texans, I thought Stroud was okay. I, You know, it's just... It just felt like they were inexperienced. You know, the play calling, the timeout usage, it it, it felt like the first game for a lot of people for the Houston Texans. Poor weather leads to poor quarterback play in a 24-3 Browns blowout of the Bengals. How about that Browns defense, though? I mean, much, much better under Schwartz. 
forcing three and outs left and right to start the game. They give up three points. I don't care about the weather. I mean, the Browns still scored 24 points somehow. Grant Delpit was all over the field. We talked to Shelby Harris last week, and it's pretty clear that he was right about Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett was unbelievable. That had to be the worst Burrow game ever. I don't know how much it was weather, how much was Brown's defense, how much was his calf. Um, and by the way, how about good, good call by the Browns to get a new kicker in Dustin Hopkins because especially in the bad weather, they needed a guy that would be money like that. Anthony Richardson exited early in his Colts debut, a 31-21 loss to the Jaguars. So the hype was warranted for Calvin Ridley. You know, I think we said on the Fantasy Feast podcast, Joe Dolan said that Ridley had hyped his way into the third round of fantasy drafts. Yeah, well, mate, it, it looks pretty like that was a pretty good idea. It looks like the hype is real. Uh, I, I thought Jamal Agnew on special teams, that guy's a difference-making player. There aren't very many difference-making special teams players, but he's one of them. And as for Anthony Richardson... Probably, I would say, about what I expected, right? I mean, he had ups, uh, some of the runs, some of the throws he made. He had the downs. Sometimes when it was like obvious passing situations, we saw the flashes. He's going to have to protect himself better, though. I mean, some of the shots he took, you, ju- you just you can't be doing that. And I know he's young, but he can't just after the game have a few Labatt blue lights and, and be all healed up after that. I mean, I, I, although I, I think he's 21. I think I, re, I recommend that, Anthony. You know, if you're in the cold tub or you're getting treatment, have a couple of bat blue lights after a, a tough outing like that. That's what we used to do in Buffalo. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mayfield Magic was on display as the Buccaneers knock off the Vikings in Minnesota, 21-20. Was it really, though, Jack? Was it really? Mayfield Magic? I mean, listen, uh, it's weird to me. Well, first of all, it didn't take very long for the, the Minnesota Magic of winning every close game last year to go the other way. That didn't take very long. The thing that's strange is that Cousins had a huge first half in terms of like yards, but turnovers, not able to score. I didn't think Baker was great, uh, but he was good enough. And Jefferson was great. Justin Jefferson, he's like, Justin Jefferson's like in that Antonio Brown prime 
where he's like automatic, like an every game automatic thing. Vikings defense much better than they were last year, and they still lose to a, a team I don't think is going to be very good. Taysom Hill and the Saints, they hold on to beat the Titans 16-15. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny, Jack. Listen, I stand by what I say about Taysom Hill. I think he's one of the best pure all-around football players of all time. And I'm not talking about – I said last on the, during the game, I'm not talking about like Hall of Fame or Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, Lawrence Tam. I'm not talking about that kind of best player. I'm talking about the pure – essence of the game the guy can run with power the guy can run with speed he's got a cannon for an arm he will legitimately block you can put him at tight end and he can run routes and you can split him out at receiver and he'll catch passes you can put him at tight end he'll block he can lead as a fullback he can be at running back he runs down on special teams and makes tackles he can be your kick returner. I mean, I'm 44. I've never seen another player like him. And as I said yesterday, to me, he's like the closest thing in my lifetime to Jim Thorpe. He's like the perfect football player. He's not like an all-time great like in terms of production, but you're talking about pure, all-around football player? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's one of the best ever. I also think... <clears throat> that Derek Carr had one bad interception, but played really well overall, despite them having some serious issues, especially in the first half at left tackle with Trevor Penning, and Carr had some clutch throws to Rashid Shahid late. Um, Conversely, for Tennessee, Tannehill really struggled. Several interceptions. Honestly, could have been more. I think one of the things is, I think he trusts DeAndre Hopkins maybe a little bit too much, but could have been more. And honestly, I, I thought the Titans got away from Derrick Henry too much. I thought he was productive enough that they should have stuck with Derrick Henry a little bit more than they did. And also, just as an aside, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was so fun to do an NFL game in the booth. I thought we rocked it with Chris Lewis and Jason McCourty and it ended up being a great game. I think like the whole country was watching us at the end, which is pretty, pretty amazing to think about such, such a cool, such a cool life experience. The Pittsburgh Steelers, they struggled heavily on offense and a 37 loss to the San Francisco 49ers. So this is really, I'll tell you what is significant about this game. Purdy. I think it was really important that he get off to a, a, a great start this year, just for confidence, just coming back from the elbow injury. I mean, he, he looked as good as Shanahan says he is. And it wasn't even like Debo and Kittle. It was primarily Brandon. I mean, if Brandon Ayuk's that good, look out for the 49ers. McCaffrey had a huge day. The Steelers offense got off to a terrible start and really struggled throughout Honestly, the, the, the biggest and maybe only bright spot, I feel like, for the Steelers was T.J. Watt. Big surprise. He balled out. Major bright spot for the Steelers. But the Niners' D-line stuffed the run. They were harassing Pickett. Even, their linebackers are so fun to watch. Warner and Greenlaw, they have a very, very good team. 
the new era in Washington started with a 20 to 16 win against the Arizona Cardinals. Well, and they were led in the second half by that D line who still didn't have chase young, by the way, chase young didn't play, but they were led by that D line. Even without chase young, um, I'll say this, they dominated the second half, but how about Jonathan Gannon's second half? I mean, Jonathan Gannon's defense, much better than I anticipated. Although I, I came into the year with some concerns, for sure, for the Washington offensive line. But six sacks, two fumble recoveries, interception, seven passes defensed for John Gannon's group. And Hal was really up and down um, for Washington, probably to be expected, right? Kind of like the entire offense, I guess. By the way, just like the clock stopped on this podcast soon, whenever the game clock stops, that's your time to order in with DoorDash. Pizza cravings hit at halftime, ordering time. Dreaming about tacos during a timeout, boom, they're on your doorstep. Wait, you want burgers, chips, dips, drinks, and wings instead? Even better. Order on DoorDash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game. Jordan Love and the Packers, they got off to a hot start, demolishing the Chicago Bears 38-20. Yeah, and I do think for the more inexperienced quarterbacks like the Purdies, the Loves, I think getting off to a good start so that you get like the buy-in from the rest of the locker room and the belief is really, really important, you know, because you want those guys to feel like you can play at a high level. Love was certainly not perfect, but a darn good start. I mean, five scoring drives, including the answer after the Bears got within 10. I thought the Bears' offense was a little conservative, didn't do a great job of getting DJ Moore involved. I mean, Justin Fields had to lead them in rushing as usual, and for the Packers, the thing to watch out there taking moving forward is Aaron Jones' hamstring because he only had 11 touches and might have been the most productive player in the field. Vegas comes back to win the low-scoring effort, 17-16. That surprised me because of the way the Broncos, I thought they looked good in the first half. I mean, Russell Wilson was completing everything in the first half, but the offense got bogged down in the second half. Will Lutz, I mean, gave, gave away four points. They trade for him, and Lutz misses an extra point and a field goal. Ends up being the difference in the game. You know, the Raiders' offense wasn't great, but Jimmy G at least knows where's, where's his bread is buttered, right? Throwing them all to Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers early and often. Miami, they look like they're primed for a Super Bowl run following a stellar 36-34 win over the Chargers. I think this is probably the most exciting game of the day clearly the highest scoring game and i'm gonna make the miami dolphins jack my hub spot sales hub fourth quarter team of the week i mean they were so good throughout the game Tua tungo vailoa tyree kill absolutely electric but in the fourth quarter they were down they found a way to not only score a couple touchdowns in the fourth quarter, 
but their defense actually tightened up. Vic Fangio's defense came up with some plays, held the Chargers to a field goal once, then they get a couple sacks to end the game and close it out. The Dolphins came to play in the fourth quarter. It's presented by HubSpot Sales Hub. Now closing deals is no big deal, thanks to the new and improved Sales Hub. HubSpot, grow better. Eckler had a huge game, as always, it seems, but it just felt like the Chargers not able to keep up keep up the pace late. Philly, they held on late against the Patriots, 25-20. Well, the Eagles' defense um, sort of saved the day in terms of helping them get off to a great, fast start in this game. And then, and then again, hold on late. So they got off to a fast start early, held on late. Slay had the pick six. You know, I, a lot of good things from really all the D tackles. Jordan Davis recovered that fumble. Uh, Jalen Carter forced it, actually. Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams all had their moments. 20 quarterback pressures. Took a while for the Patriots, but Mac Jones got cooking late in the first half for touchdown passes to Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne. The Patriots didn't run it great, so they kind of had to lean on Mac Jones. Eagles offense was not great. Never felt like they really got into a rhythm. Settling for field goals. Didn't run it as well as they normally do. It felt like Hertz wasn't overly comfortable, but they still won. The Rams shocked the NFL world with a 30-13 stomping of the Seahawks. Unbelievable. Hakuna Matata. Puka Nakua. I mean, that was incredible. Rookie, what's he, a fifth-round pick or something from BYU to be that productive? If you would have told me with no Cooper Cup, that the Rams would roll the Seahawks like that, that was an absolute stunner. Probably my biggest shock of the weekend. Kyron Williams did some good things for the Rams too. Matthew Stafford played absolutely lights out. Probably the only bright spot for the Seahawks was DK Metcalf. And, and Seattle had both their offensive tackles go down too, which is just rough. And we'll wrap things up. Dallas, they made a statement Sunday night, shutting out the Giants 40 nothing. Dude, 40 zip in the NFL football game. Like, that is hard to do. I mean, it was just a disaster. <laughs> Anything that could go wrong for the Giants did go. It's what I'm saying. Like, the Cowboys aren't that good, the Giants aren't that bad. Micah Parsons had a big game. Honestly, I shouldn't even say that anymore. I should only bring up Micah Parsons when he when he doesn't have a good game. Because then that would be what was notable. But you block a kick and return it for a touchdown. Are you kidding me? I mean, you have a the ball bounces off Barkley, pick six. I mean, it was just it was just one of those nights. Hey, Giants fans, all I can tell you is it only counts as one loss. As bad as that was, as much as that hurt, it only counts as one loss, and you can hopefully get get him next week. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout-outs. Got to give some shout. MyFrontPageStory.com. 
You got an anniversary, birthday, anything, Sam, sand, foam, something, myfrontpagestory.com, backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing. 